0: Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 308 of our journey. John 15 through 17 is one of my favorite passages in the Bible. In John 15, Jesus tells us our responsibility in bearing fruit for his name. We must remain in him. It is as simple and difficult as that. All our striving to do good and to obey his commands is worthless. We cannot do these things apart from him. John 16 is full of Jesus' encouragement for us in the face of trials and persecution. Jesus warns us that the hardships and trials will come in this world, but take heart. He has overcome the world. Then, in John 17, we get to listen in as Jesus prays for his disciples and, ultimately, for us. He prays that we will be unified because our unity will show the world who he is and draw them to him. Join me in John 15 through 17 and abide in Christ. John 15, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He takes away every branch that does not bear fruit in me. He prunes every branch that bears fruit so that it will bear more fruit. You are clean already because of the word that I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, Unless it remains in the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. Because apart from me, you can accomplish nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown out like a branch and dries up and such branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire, and are burned up. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want, and it will be done for you. My Father is honored by this, that you bear much fruit, and show that you are my disciples. Just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you, Remain in my love. If you obey my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. My commandment is this, to love one another just as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this that one lays down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves, because the slave does not understand what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have revealed to you everything I heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that remains so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. This I command you, to love one another. If the world hates you, be aware that it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, the world would love you as its own. However, because you do not belong to the world, but I chose you out of the world, for this reason the world hates you. Remember what I told you, a slave is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they obeyed my word, they will obey yours too. But they will do all these things to you on account of my name, because they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. But they no longer have any excuse for their sin. The one who hates me hates my father, too. If I had not performed among them the miraculous deeds that no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen the deeds and have hated both me and my father. Now this happened to fulfill the word that is written in their law. They hated me without reason." When the advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And you also will testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. John 16 I have told you all these things, so that you will not fall away. They will put you out of the synagogue. Yet a time is coming when the one who kills you will think he is offering service to God. They will do these things, because they have not known the Father or me. But I have told you these things, so that when their time comes, you will remember that I told you about them. I did not tell you these things from the beginning, because I was with you. But now I am going to the one who sent me, and not one of you is asking me, where are you going? Instead, your hearts are filled with sadness, because I have said these things to you. But I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I am going away. For if I do not go away, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will prove the world wrong concerning sin and righteousness and judgment, concerning sin because they do not believe in me, concerning righteousness because I am going to the Father, and you will see me no longer, and concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world has been condemned. I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but will speak whatever he hears, and will tell you what is to come. He will glorify me, because he will receive from me what is mine, and will tell it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. That is why I said, The Spirit will receive from me what is mine, and will tell it to you. In a little while, you will see me no longer. Again, after a little while, you will see me. Then some of his disciples said to one another, What is the meaning of what he is saying? In a little while you will not see me. Again, after a little while you will see me. And, because I am going to the Father. So they kept on repeating, What is the meaning of what he says in a little while? We do not understand what he is talking about. Jesus could see that they wanted to ask him about these things. So he said to them, Are you asking each other about this, that I said, In a little while you will not see me? Again, after a little while, you will see me. I tell you the solemn truth. You will weep and wail, but the world will rejoice. You will be sad, but your sadness will turn into joy. When a woman gives birth, she has distress because her time has come. But when her child is born, she no longer remembers the suffering because of her joy that a human being has been born into the world. So also you have sorrow now. But I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy away from you. At that time, you will ask me nothing. I tell you the solemn truth, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask, and you will receive it, so that your joy may be complete." I have told you these things in obscure figures of speech. A time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in obscure figures, but will tell you plainly about the Father. At that time you will ask in my name, and I do not say that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and entered into the world, but in turn... I am leaving the world and going back to the Father. His disciples said, Look, now you are speaking plainly and not in obscure figures of speech. Now we know that you know everything and do not need anyone to ask you anything. Because of this we believe that you have come from God. Jesus replied, Do you now believe? Look, a time is coming and has come when you will be scattered, each one to his own home, and I will be left alone. Yet I am not alone, because my Father is with me. I have told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have trouble and suffering, but take courage, I have conquered the world. John 17. When Jesus had finished saying these things, he looked upward to heaven and said, Father, the time has come. Glorify your Son so that your Son may glorify you. Just as you have given him authority over all humanity so that he may give eternal life to everyone you have given him, now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you sent. I glorified you on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me at your side with the glory I had with you before the world was created. I have revealed your name to the men you gave me out of the world. They belonged to you, and you gave them to me, and they have obeyed your word. Now they understand that everything you have given me comes from you because I have given them the words you have given me. They accepted them and really understand that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. I am praying on behalf of them. I am not praying on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those you have given me, because they belong to you. Everything I have belongs to you, and everything you have belongs to me, and I have been glorified by them. I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them safe in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one just as we are one. When I was with them, I kept them safe and watched over them in your name that you have given me. Not one of them was lost except the one destined for destruction, so that the scripture could be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you. And I am saying these things in the world, so they may experience my joy completed in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but that you keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Set them apart in the truth. Your word is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, so I sent them into the world, and I set myself apart on their behalf so that they too may be truly set apart. I am not praying only on their behalf, but also on behalf of those who believe in me through their testimony, that they will all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I am in you. I pray that they will be in us, so that the world will believe that you sent me. The glory you gave to me I have given to them, that they may be one just as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may be completely one, so that the world will know that you sent me and you have loved them just as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am, so that they can see my glory that you gave me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, even if the world does not know you, I know you, and these men know that you sent me. I made known your name to them, and I will continue to make it known, so that the love you have loved me with may be in them, and I may be in them. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture@gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to scripture.